podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Welcome to Tap Into. I'm Travis. I'm Pete. And this is our story. Two and a half years ago, we were leading mediocre lives in Kentucky, working for the weekend and filling our time with things that didn't always matter. I mean, life wasn't bad by any means, but we always had a feeling that things could be better, a feeling there was something more out there and our lives could hold more purpose. So we sold all of our belongings, including a house, a car, and pretty much everything we owned, packed up our trusty Prius, and drove across the country to sunny California. This podcast shares the good, the bad, and everything in between as we continue our journey to expand and grow every day. Come join us each week on Facebook to interact with us live on our page, Travis and Pete, where we share all the tools we have collected along the way to enjoy a life full of gratitude, love, and purpose. Wait, since it's live, does that mean I have to wear pants? Nah, there'll be a desk. Sweet! So come as you are, set aside what you think you know, and simply listen. And as always... Take Take what what you you like like and leave leave the the rest. rest. Welcome. Welcome to Tap Into with Travis and Pete. I'm Travis. Oh, wait. (laughs) I'm not Travis. You're clever, though. I attempt to be. I don't know if it comes across that way. I'm Travis, and this is Pete. This is Pete right here. Yeah. Right, Joe. Right, Joe. Welcome to our 69th episode. Is it? That's, Yeah. Yeah, it's oh, a cool. big six nine, which is how old I think my father will be next year. <clears throat> it's the only thing I have associated with that number right now. Um, welcome to I'm coming out song inspired by Diana Ross. I know I'm I'm, I'm like getting taking a moment to get going on the here. struggle bus. Taking a moment to get going here. Her. Um, anyway, so welcome. So this week's topic um, is a work in progress, um, and it is inspired. The conversation is going to begin by talking about. Um, this week was National Coming Out Week for uh, members of the LGBTQ plus LMNOP, whatever the letters are now, community. And, you know, for me and Travis, like coming out of the closet as I, I don't want to speak for you. Are you out and proud? No. What? And, shh. OK, so for me and Travis, like coming out like it was a big transform. It was a transformative moment in our life to be able to start living more fully as ourselves um, and kind of dump away and were handled differently. The judgment we had previously received from other people or society or, you know, stigma associated with that. You know, we're both from the South. And so now that that out of the closet has happened, um, I've come to realize that there's always every day or almost every day or whenever it needs to happen, there's always coming out moments that get to happen, that I get to release, that I get to tell a little bit more of my truth, accept a little bit more about myself um, and, and, and be proud of that and be excited and be excited to show up and tell my story and, connect with people so that's what we want to talk about today um specifically for me there's uh what i'm going to talk about what i was sharing with travis a little bit this morning is about coming out about uh blocks and fears uh, which probably are associated with not feeling totally connected or not feeling good enough maybe about a dream of mine that's been with me since a childhood since not a childhood but my childhood um and so i'm going to talk a little bit about that um and then we'll see what Travis has to say about all that. Stay tuned, guys. This is going to be a smorgasbord, a of, smorgasbord of, yeah. of different topics, I have a feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and feel free to, you know, we're going to talk about our gratitudes. We like to start the show. What are you grateful for? What I'm grateful for, what you're grateful for, and what you guys on the audience are grateful for. That was You're asking me yeah. what I'm grateful for? Mm-hmm. I'm getting there. Yeah. 
Morning, um, Peter Moore. And so as you know, um, hello, Mama Amanda and Brittany and Peter. Welcome. Hey, guys. Hey. Um, and so as you all, if you, you guys have listened, I think everybody's been here before. So you all know that gratitude has been such a transformative uh, thing for me over the past couple months. Do it every night before bed. I think about moments during the day. I'm like, that's going on my journal. That's going on my journal. So let's start out with tell uh, you all drop your gratitudes in the comments or speak them out loud, whatever you feel good with. Um, and then I'm grateful for the opportunity to share my story on this show on our Facebook page. Um, you know, I go back and forth with what's the purpose of me showing up on this page or this, this show. And sometimes it's, I want to teach people. I want to help people. But the really, the, the real answer is I just want to help Pete figure out Pete and then whoever can take something from that. Beautiful. So that's where I'm at now with that is that I'm because sometimes I get stressed down and weighed down with wanting to help everyone or wanting to help fix people or whatever that may. Yeah, exactly. Do you? But in my head, oh, okay, gotcha. in my head, I don't always talk about it, <laughs> um, but I'm letting go of that. I'm just the, this is the show's for Pete and the show's for you and the show's for Travis and it's for all of us. So that's that's what I'm grateful for. Cool. Yeah. What are you grateful for? Oh, I'm grateful for it all. I'm grateful for self-reflection. Uh, self-confidence and self-improvement. How about that? Boom. Boom. Three powerful things. Boom. Hey, producer Danielle, what are you grateful for in there? <laughs> she, she's like, oh, shit. Hi. 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 <laughs> you guys put me on the spot. I was playing I know. Phone. What am I grateful for today? Well, I was just reading Amanda's comment about her beautiful son. Um, I'm really grateful to have not only... The positive people in my life, but the negative, well, <gasps> my perceived yes. ones as well. Yay. I, it really teaches me. Like, I want to rewatch this this part of this episode because that's brilliant what you just said. I am grateful for the positive people in my life and the perception of negative people because it is perception. I love it that. It is. It is. That's good shit. Thanks. Yeah. I wish we had. Can we get... Yeah, bye. Can we get some applause? Um, what do you call it? A- do you have an applause button? Like a, mach- a button, yeah. yeah. Do we have that machine? I'll find <laughs> it while you guys are talking. Get some hearts for that, please. That's funny. Yeah, hearts that's powerful. That's powerful. Um, yeah. Oh, well, Ooh. there it goes. <laughs> Go back real quick. Uh, Google's telling me it's National Facebook Day. Let's what see. Or baseball Brittany. day. Oh, so Amanda said, I'm sitting here feeding my beautiful son and so grateful there's something my body can provide. Today is a good day. Titty pies open for business. Whoop, whoop. Uh, Brittany, Yanoff, I have had so many blessings this year to be grateful. It's been a year of making dreams come true. Peter Moore, I'm grateful for the people who have come into my life to help me work out who I am. Oh, Dang. that's beautiful. These yeah, good ones. And look, this is something that we we go back and we read. So if you're if you're watching this on the replay, go ahead and shout. We're out listening that. on the podcast, and you know it's not just for us either. It's for people who read through the comments as well. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes whenever we do gratitude, it's not necessarily even for. I mean, it is for us, mm-hmm. uh, but it's also because it gives people the chance to actually think about what they haven't been grateful for. Maybe yeah, uh, perspective simpler. Things things mm-hmm. hashtag perspective love it so keep on dropping those in yeah thank you thank you so go take it away pete all right so i have been so two weeks ago we'll just drop right into the story here two weeks ago there was a an air show at one at the miramar mcas whatever it is base um where all the planes land and take off for the the navy or the whatever it is and air force whatever one of those military things <laughs> words um, and so I left work early that Thursday, which was, is my Friday. 
Um, I wasn't feeling well, so I took a half day. And I was driving home. I saw this red thing in the sky just doing barrel rolls all the way to the ground and going back up again and doing big circles and big loop-de-loops in the air. And it happened to turn out to be one of the pilots practicing for that the next few days of the air show. And it just made my heart beat so much faster. It, like, it brought me alive. There has always been something about um, flying airplanes the way you're looking at me, I'm not sure what that means. Um, there's always been something about flight that has captured me ever since I was a little kid. I would dream about it. I would read books about it in more of a creative way, not specifically about planes themselves. Um, and so when I graduated high school, I went to the University of Eastern Kentucky to be a commercial pilot. Some would call that Eastern Kentucky the, University. It's actually called Eastern Kentucky yep. University. EKU. That, it's very true. Go EKU. Rebels. Go Colonels. No, Colonels. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they were probably Rebels at the same time. Um, but anyway, so like I tried that, and I lasted a half a, less than a half a semester. I only spent one night in my dorm. Like I was, uh, My high school experience had not particularly prepared me for, or I had not paid attention enough for it to prepare me um, to get into a life of study. And I wasn't really sure how to connect with my dream. Um, I, it was just a dream. And school for me, K through all through my attempts of college, have been, I, my many attempts of college, yeah, um, have been, there's been a dissonance there. Like the way school is set up to learn is asking me, the, me the fish, to climb the tree, as in the Einstein visual, the quote. Um, if, a, if you ask a fish to climb a tree, it'll live its whole life thinking it's stupid. This was very much my perspective from um, my experience with school, education in general, when it comes to like, and then there's the whole thing too. You, oh, if you want to be somebody, if you want to start a business, you want to do something, you got to have a piece of paper in your hand. You got to pay all this money and you got to go into debt and blah, blah, blah. And so it just, you went to school for piloting then? I did. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Are you trying to bring me on track? Yep, trying. Okay. Well, I'm just, <laughs> we're just everywhere. <laughs> okay. Try to follow. Thank you. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> Thanks. Welcome. Love you. Um, okay, so I went that, and it didn't fit. And then I went back again in, uh, about a decade later. Um, and I just, that time I was a little more prepared to study and to read all the things. Still struggled a lot with that. It's not my, like, reading textbooks is it's not going to work for me. It's not going to work. Um, not with that attitude. Not with that. Well, no, no, I'm not saying, <laughs> like, I've done it, and it there's, there's a disconnect. It hasn't worked for there's you There's a disconnect there. So my ability to learn, I'm still working on that. Boom. Um, how I absorb Ooh, information. Like I'm learning that I'm a visual person. Way I'm, better than that's not working. Going to work for me. I'm still. I'm still working. learning on how yep. I need to show up and how I want education to materials, whatever, show it. up for me to, to fund that marriage. Yeah. And so the other thing that I realized too is that the pilots that I were meet that was meeting and the teachers I was meeting wanted to talk about mechanics and the history of flight and the different types of planes and the bombers and the war and the the military parts of it. I have no interest in any of that. I want to get my butt up in the air and I want to enjoy the scenery and I want to f- like the fl- the the feeling of flight, the feeling I took a glass bottom helicopter over the Grand Canyon, like that feeling of just observing the world from a different perspective is what captures me. I don't want to know how to fix a plane. I don't want to know how to talk about the history of it. I mean, maybe a that's little a bit's of, important. That's a lot of I don't want. I, well, uh, right. I, you, and sometimes you got to know no what interest. you don't want. No I'm not interested. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, but I allowed that to become the reason I didn't do it anymore. Oof. So you were thinking, um, you think that you took a little bit of uh, your experience from the first time you went to school into the second mm-hmm. experience so that yeah. you may have kind of And I didn't like, really pay attention to my learning style at that point. I just knew it wasn't gotcha. working, but I knew I, that's the only way to go in order to do it. So you really didn't do anything different. Uh, not much. Not no. much. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Cool. Not much different. Cool. Um, and so, so you saw these loop de loos. Yeah, and so I saw the loop de loos, and it just it it started. And I see like we where we live in OB, there's planes that fly over our house all the time. So that's it's always in my my peripheral, peripheral, 
a referee role. And so it's always on my mind a little bit. But this air show, this guy practicing for this air show just jump-started my heart when it comes to like, this is a dream. I don't know what it's going to look like. I know some things that I don't want or don't prefer, but I don't know what the end result is going to look like. Um, but it's something that just makes me come alive. And so, and then uh, yesterday on the way home, f- or my last uh, lift ride that I gave, uh, we had this really cool conversation and we were coming from La Jolla, California to near to where we live. Um, and so she had Sunny somehow it brought, yeah, she was in, in P- Pacific Beach and we we're in Ocean Beach. And so we were coming home. Both of us, one of us was making money doing it. Woo. And that's how I like to look at it. <laughs> I'm making money, getting myself and someone else home. Anyways, so she had brought up that there's a glider port in La Jolla. And I'm like, I, I've seen gliders. I've seen uh, paragliders and hang gliders and, and parasailers. Like, I've seen these things, but I've never tried it. Travis and I did uh, skydiving once several months ago. One of the coolest things I've ever done. You're welcome. Um, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you may, you did the the. Anyways, yeah, you're welcome, and thank you. Mm-hmm. Whatever, all the thanks, yep. all the gratitudes. Um, and so that was really cool, and that was also a perspective. Like we got, remember, we got done with that, and I was like, all right, how do I figure out how to do this for a living? Well, it takes much money and much experience, and many, 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 many hours and many drops to figure it out. And I wasn't that quite committed to that idea. Sure. So, um, but anyway, so there's something here that's there. I, like I realize it. how that sounded. No, I like it. There's something here. That's there. That's there. I like <laughs> yeah. It. And I don't know how to put my finger on it. I don't like all the math associated with flying or the science or like, like I just, cause I, part of it's, I didn't know how to absorb the information. Not that I can't do math or science. I just, the way it's been presented to me is not the way my brain likes to process things. So in order for me to make this happen, I have to come at it at a different angle. Do something different. Do something different to get different results. Exactly. So right now my fears are, um, Right now, my fears with this are, well, I have to know, I have to be good at math. I have to be good at science. I have to be good at emergency situations. A pilot always has a pen for his pen for his pen, like an extra for an extra kind of, like there's always, there's all these stipulations and rules because it's, I mean, you're way up in the air, like things can happen. But I, and I always felt not good enough or not able or not smart enough. Um, and a little bit of that still lingers. So I'm coming out today with the fact that this is my dream and I'm committing myself to figuring out how to bring it to life. It's the first time I've said this out loud, probably to anybody. Um, I know I've talked to you about it a little bit, but like in this detail, because I was like, I want it, but you know, but like, I want it. I want you to have this. I this want, would make my life so much easier and cost effective. To fly you where you need could, to go. Right. If yeah. you could get your pilot license. Yeah. Plus, you know, if you have your pilot license and, you know, we get our own plane or helicopter, I'm good with whatever. Yeah. Um, then you could travel way more with me. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's that be, would be my let's, career. Let's talk about the and that's the that, that's the thing that I want. <laughs> I want to be able to, like, there are... There's planes that fly over the coast. We live in Ocean Beach, and we see them all the time. They have like the Bud Light advertisements, or the the bar, or the the nude girl advertisements. And I'm like, where are the affirmations? Where are the you're amazings and the you're beautifuls and the I approve of myself today? Like that's what I want to do. I don't know how I get paid to do that, but that's what I'm saying. Like my dream is not quite fully taken shape, but that's okay. I just know where I, the direction I want to go towards. I figured it out. We need to talk after this. Okay, bum done. Um, you know, I've flown on a glass bottom air, uh, helicopter over the Grand Canyon. You may have Boom. mentioned that. I would love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, people, I, told, I was talking to other people just fly people island hopping in Hawaii. That's their career. Like, how cool is that to look at the islands and the ocean and like do that for a living? Um, so there's ideas. Um, 
I've got money blocks and I've got math blocks and science blocks and worthiness blocks and I'm going to start picking those apart. I'm going to start finding the untruths and all those stories and I'm going to pitch them and then I'm going to go keep piling towards. The other part of this that I realized and when Travis and I came to San Diego, we knew we needed a life reset. Didn't know didn't know quite the why's. I just knew I needed a different perspective. Um, and now, and this also came out in my Uber ride yesterday, um, I had was talking about this woman and I'm like, She's like, well, what, what would you do if you ever had to live anywhere else? Because we're talking about snow and, you know, the East Coast and like whatever. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I really don't want to leave San Diego. I don't like this is this is very home for me. But then I said, but I do know that living here in San Diego and growing myself, figuring myself out, letting go of things that aren't serving me um, is preparing me to go and do and live anywhere else in the world. Even if that's still San Diego, it's preparing me for the next step. There's the the visual of the the bamboo. It spends what five years underground before it sprouts up the ground, and then in three months it's a hundred feet tall. Like I'm in that underground phase of like shedding and growing, and then I'm getting a little impatient. But I know that that's where I'm at. So that when the time is ready, it's just going to go, and I'm going to sprout up really quickly and take over the world. I don't think that's what bamboo does. <laughs> I it, it takes. I mean, it spreads. It's a spreader. I don't want to be a takeover, takeover, but you get the visual. So that's where I'm at. That's my coming out story for today. Um, so what did you come out as? As someone, someone who's dream? not, re- someone who's not going to believe the stories as to why I can't do this anymore. You can't stories. figure it out. My own stories. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, that's my coming out today. Bamboo. I'm no longer going to believe these stories. Bamboo Pete. Bamboo Pete. I like it. Good stuff. Yeah. So that was my inspiration. Didn't know where it was going to take us. But it did. It but it us. did. And it feels good. To, that's why I love this show, because as much as I want to help and teach and grow and facilitate and connect people, <laughs> I also know that I want and I know the power of talking things out and working on myself and hearing my own story back when I listen to this show afterwards. Brittany, I love you. It's powerful. <laughs> Brittany said, Brittany said, Travis will never have the Spirit Airlines experience again if you become his personal pilot. Oh, you paid attention. Yes. No more Spirit. That's wonderful. What? Um, what? So yeah. Oh, I thought you were pointing. Uh, yeah, I was. At, I don't know what you're pointing at. The comment, Brittany's. Oh, yeah, Brittany's comment. I love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, I saw it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, you, like that Check was last that. week's conversation. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. I might even name it Spirit Two. Got a couple people that just joined us. Say hello as you're coming in. Barry. And where to? Hey, Barry. And where to? Um, and where you're coming from? That's good shit. Anyways, so cold. So that's a good coming out story, right? I mean, it's not, you know, we're, we're, we're using the, the yesterday was the national coming out day, of right. course. And, you know, Pete was kind of explaining to me about what um, he wanted this kind of, this uh, show to be like today. And I didn't really understand it. But once I kind of heard what you were talking about, I get it now. Um, we all have some sort of thing that we've been sitting on, right? Something that maybe society has told us that we shouldn't do, or our parents, or our family, or friends even that says, you know, you, we would like for you to fit into this bubble, right? Um, Pete made up a good example of, you know, how sometimes your parents can sometimes put on you that they want you to be a doctor or a lawyer or whatever. I mean, I didn't have those parents, thank God. Uh, I don't know if you had those parents that. Well, the expectations are different, but all parents put some sort of expectations, right. unknowingly um, or knowingly. Yeah, I think I think one of my biggest aha moments was, you know, I grew up uh, Southern Baptist, right? 
uh, that was one of the big ones for me. There was many times where it was just kind of like, this is what you do. This is what um, you learned as a child. This is what your life is supposed to be like. It's the only way. It No. It's I'm not, saying that's what the belief was. Yeah, no, not necessarily. Uh, okay, that's not fine. for me. I'm interjecting. Yes, we know. Um, but it was like, for me, it was like, I. it took a while uh, for me to come to terms with that wasn't the way that I believed things, right? I believe in a different kind of spirituality. I believe in the universe and the power that we have between that. Um, I do believe that there is something out there and that there's something higher than what I am. So that's good enough for me, right? I don't need to read it in a book um, or I read it in several books. You know what I mean? Um, but it takes time. It takes time for different people to realize they're coming out, whether you're coming out um, of the closet or you're coming out and just knowing who you are. I think that's the biggest thing is that once you realize what kind of a person you are and you don't fit into cookie cutter societal roles, everybody has that story, right? Mm-hmm. Some story mm-hmm. of another. Um, and, and, and Pete and I were talking about this and about how this is a safe space. Um, we want people to know that this is a safe space to say whatever they want. We are ears to listen. Uh, we are shoulders to cry, as we had posted yesterday. Uh, so, yeah, it's really cool. Good and that was, the, that was the most important part of that post for me was that coming out, the ability to come out, and this is why, well, the ability to come out is stopped sometimes because there's a lack of safety feeling. There's a lack of knowing that you will still be there for me when I shed this deep, dark part of me that I've been afraid of, but but I can't change. Like it is part of me. This is whatever it is. Thank you. You just got me back on track. That's exactly what it was. That's my other side of that was, is that we are the safe space of the people who um, have come out in life in different parts or aspects of their life. Because here's the thing. You do have family and friends that see you in a certain light, right? Um, whether you're coming out as a gay, lesbian, transgendered, whatever it may be, or you're coming out that you've decided to go a different path than everybody who knows you. It doesn't matter. It has to be whatever is important to you. You're going to lose some people. Um, it just happens, right? And we are here for you, right? Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, as much as it's coming out week, it's also safe space week here. And I just made that up right on the dot. It's safe space week. Always here at Travis and Pete, um, we really try, we're learning what that is for ourselves as well. Part of moving out here was kind of creating, I know well, I'll speak for myself was I needed to create a safe space for myself. Um, and that's exactly what I've done in many aspects and every one of my friend circle, I would consider a safe space. Um, yeah, isn't that cool? Yeah. I mean, sometimes there's different, there are different spots in the swimming pool, but there, but everyone I can share myself and be fully and not expected to be still people, show someone still different. people at the shallow end every once in a while, but. every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe, uh, maybe them being there is me being able to model something and teach and help or learn something from them as well. So, um, you know, cause the past couple of weeks I've been talking about triggers a lot. So those people in the shallow end are helping me see myself through my triggers. Absolutely. So everybody has an, a, a purpose. Um, Yay. but the ones I want on my deep end are the ones that I can come out to every single day hey kimberly hey eva Eva. me movement is in the house if you haven't figured her out yet go check her out she's amazing she Uh, amazing me uh, movement you'll get a Uh, laugh too yeah eva you're the funniest woman oh my gosh yeah i love you she lives in guatemala and we're gonna go see her yeah we are in january January. we're super excited to go to guatemala to see her in january (laughs) um it's happening 
She keeps asking every time I see her. And yeah. you see her. Are you coming? Yeah, we're coming. Yeah. We're coming. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, there you go. Coming out. Come on out. Come out and play. And if you're come not ready to come and out play. and play, do it on your own time. Uh, and we'll be here waiting for you with open arms. Yeah. We will. In sunny San Diego, specifically. I mean... You know, once Diego. Pete gets his driver, or driver's license, his pilot license, we'll come wherever we need. That's true. Right? I'm going to be saving it for the down payment of my own very own airplane. That seems cheap. Or, well, there's pa- there's there's powered um, hang gliders, parasails. Pretty sure you can't get that far on those. Sure you can. Yeah? Yeah. You, you, just, like, gotta stop for ga- you just gotta stop for gas fill-ups every now and then. <laughs> and there needs to be a wind. Is there a way to, like, I don't, know. I don't know, is there, like, gas stations to where there's, like, a runway? And I, I... I, I I don't know. I don't have the answer to that right now. Just, but I will eventually. Yeah. Someday. Yeah, guys. Thanks so much for joining us. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you have something else. No, I'm pretty. I'm pretty out. You're out. I have come to out. So out. <laughs> You're so out. And I appreciate that. Oh about yeah. You. I'm uh, out of outs. Yeah. In the moment, guys. You're awesome. Thanks for joining us on episode sixty nine. It, who knew? It does take more than... Never mind. No. There was more than two people in the 69. I loved it. It was great. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. I had to. I'm a little you. uncomfortable right now. I know. Look how red he just got. I'm a little uncomfortable, but hopefully you are too, because when we're uncomfortable, we learn stuff about ourselves and others. So, <laughs> inappropriate. From our heart. Our heart. To yours. To yours. Get out there and tap into life. We love you guys. Tap, tap out. out. We are so grateful you joined us for another episode of Tap Into. Go to Facebook.com forward slash Travis and Pete and like our page. And drop us a line while you're there and say hi. You can also find us on Instagram at Tap Into Life. Huge, super big shout out to Specialty Produce Network and our listeners and followers because we couldn't do this without you. After all, we are better together. Till next time, get out there and tap tap into life. life. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.